Welcome to the 401k Marketing Podcast. Are you ready to be the go-to expert in the retirement plan community? Listen in as we share ideas, resources, and best practices that you can use to professionalize your firm, demonstrate your authority, and earn more 401k business. How to effectively use social media is something of an art, but you can learn it. Welcome back to the 401k Marketing Podcast. Sasha Sebrian is here with her colleague, Emmy Weiss, to talk you through the primary social media channel used by advisors, LinkedIn. I'm Patrice Sakora. Sasha, why is LinkedIn just so popular? Thanks, Patrice. Um, so when you look at social media apps like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok now. Those cover, I would say, like personal lifestyle content sharing in addition to business and brand growth. And that's pretty split down the middle. But LinkedIn, we have seen over the years, I mean, it's really a strictly a professional network. Um, it was created to help individuals uh, with their professional networking and career development. So that's the network where you're going to find your business owners, recruiters, HR directors, and those C-suite level professionals active on LinkedIn. Um, and then if you're looking to make those new connections that's where you would do it. And the reason why is really because everyone on LinkedIn is sharing professional and career related content for the most part, you know, like 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. So whether they're sharing value add content for their industry, you know, company milestones, um, recruiting and hiring updates. And then I think if you're looking to get in front of a business owner and start that professional conversation with them about your services, you wouldn't really you know, go on Facebook and friend them because you would really be looking at their personal life rather than on LinkedIn, where you would gather more information about their business and then go from there. And then I'll just mention, uh, you know, the top advisors in our industry, they're really focusing their time and effort on LinkedIn as a primary network. Um, that's where their clients, prospects, and centers of influence are. And we actually just came from two really large industry conferences and heard a lot of really incredible stories about how LinkedIn is helping them grow um, their business and really put them in front of the right people. Um, and then, of course, this network of LinkedIn you know, it has over 800 million users on it. So it's safe to say that it's still growing and getting larger by the day. And that's really where we see advisors investing their time and resources for social media. Are there uh, certain features that advisors should make sure they use when they're doing their marketing? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, just like any other social media platform, you can post and share content, which social media is all about sharing and engaging. So, you want to share, you know, links, images, videos. Um, there's now LinkedIn features where you can share documents, you can take hmm. polls. You can even do live streams now. Um, so they have really caught up to what all the other social media platforms are doing. And LinkedIn, it wants you to keep coming back for more. So when you're consistently posting and sharing quality content, that's what's really important. Um, using hashtags, I would say, is something that's still very relevant and important. Our general rule of thumb is like three to five hashtags. You can actually look up your hashtags uh, before you start using them, um, you can enter them into the search bar and you can actually see how many people are following them. So if you look up a hashtag and there's like 10,000 followers, 
probably a good hashtag to use rather one that has, you know, like a hundred or so people following it. So hashtag 401k is one that has thousands and thousands of followers. Um, so you would definitely want to start using that one and then maybe come up with, you know, like one to two hashtags that are specific to you, um, your brand, the firm that you work with. So for example, we always use hashtag 401k marketing, um, because that is our company name, but also it's a commonly searched hashtag because people want to learn how to market, um, their 401k business. And then, uh, lastly, I would say joining groups is something that is just as important. I mean, on Facebook, groups are such a huge part. And I think on LinkedIn, they're growing as well. So when you're looking for groups to join, think local if you're a local firm, and then also industry related groups. So a combination of both would be like your local SHRM chapter. Um, if you're focusing on a specific industry niche, so if you focus on construction companies or hospitals, you would want to find groups that have those decision makers in it and then make a note of like what they're talking about. Um, if there's constant like discussions on like a certain topic that's maybe like HR related, or if they have any events that are coming up, those are great moments to either insert yourself in the conversation or share information. A really cool group that I actually joined recently that I heard about at a conference is the LinkedIn creators group. So this oh. is not necessarily like specific to our industry, but it's just a really awesome group that shares tips about like content creation and even about the algorithm on LinkedIn, which is super helpful when you're trying to market your business and figure out what's going to help engage more people. So um, definitely advisors join that group. They have really great tips. All right. We'll talk a little bit later about inserting yourself into a conversation, how you should do that. But Emmy, let's first look at any prep work that advisors need to do before they start marketing themselves. Yeah. So the first thing that advisors want to make sure to do on LinkedIn is complete all their profile settings. This includes profile picture, header image, bio, work history, and full name. Um, if this information isn't filled out correctly and completely, uh, how will their prospects and connections know that it's the right person? A complete profile also exudes professionalism and commitment to a personal and brand image. And then um, some more initial prep work that advisors can also do to set up a good marketing platform for themselves is to acquire connections on LinkedIn. They can do this by looking at their recommended connections and add from there or search the clients' centers of influences and friends that they already have in their real life using the search bar on LinkedIn. A lot of times, if an advisor knows someone through a mutual friend or has them in their phone contacts, LinkedIn will recognize that and suggest a connection there. And then lastly, uh, touching on what Sasha was talking about earlier, uh, another way to find more connections and potential prospects is to join industry professional groups that are specific to regions um, or your industry. Being in these groups can help later on when advisors are trying to ramp up engagement on their posts and content and can be helpful with industry knowledge, questions, and answers. Um, all advisors have to do is search something like financial professionals in California or something along those lines. Oh, that's great. Now, Sasha, you did talk about inserting yourself into a conversation. How do you start a conversation and really how do you insert yourself and stand out? Yeah. So remembering that the goal is engagement, you know, I would say where we 
see a lot of success with our clients is they speak to the masses first before they start those one-on-one conversations. So posting relevant content on your LinkedIn, that is quality, but also speaks to your audience, which for advisors is going to be like plan sponsors, decision makers, business owners. So the retirement plan industry, we have no shortage of wonderful topics to discuss, whether they're going to be evergreen, breaking news. Um, you know, there's there's so much content to share. Um, and plan sponsors and those decision makers, they're, you know, they have those questions. So addressing that in your content um, is really going to work in your benefit when you're sharing. So having, you know, in a a mix of original content that you know you come up with and you create, but also content that's maybe shared from industry publications. So an example would be probably soon in the near future, by the end of this year, Secure Act 2.0 is going to be hitting the scene. And when that happens, you know, you would want to share that news from maybe an industry source and then move forward after it's shared and do your own spin on that topic. But getting it out as soon as you can to let your network know um, might be quicker to do from an industry publication than trying to create content, um, you know, quickly on the fly. So um, if you want to really start with sharing content to the masses, again, you want to do like images, links, videos that are going to address topics that these decision makers and plan sponsors are asking. And then if you want to get someone's attention specifically one-on-one, you have to do just a little bit of light stalking. Um, (laughs) So, you know, nothing too ingenuine, but you know, you want to start liking and commenting on their posts you want to keep it authentic. So don't go over the top to get someone's attention. Don't be ingenuine. Um, but when you engage with your their posts, you know it's likely that they'll be curious about who you are and visit your profile and gather their own information. So I have a client that um, is in Florida, really took advantage of them winning the Super Bowl last year and was searching, you know, every Super Bowl hashtag for uh, the Buccaneers is, I don't know if that's a football team, but Tom Brady. And he was finding, you know, business owners and HR directors that were sharing how excited they were that the team won. He was just like commenting on the post saying, so awesome. So happy for the city. Like, and that was able to get him some new connections because he was just engaging with the posts authentically. So, you know, find some sort of posts that, um, are being shared on a prospect's profile that you know you have some connection with, and you can engage with it there. Um, and then, lastly, you know you can always reach out using the messaging feature with a simple one or two sentence introduction. So remember, no one likes a salesy experience, um, a pushy salesperson. So you want to really keep it light. You know, please, please, please don't ask a stranger mm-hmm. for a meeting when they have no idea who you are yet. So rather send them content, ask them to check out your blog, or really just introduce yourself and thank them for the connection. It doesn't have to be anything more than that once you connect them, because you have to remember this is an industry with a longer sales cycle. So you really don't want to burn that bridge on the first introduction because you're going to want to keep staying in front of them over time. How gentle should you be if they do return your comment? I mean, as you say, you don't want to be salesy, but it's like, wow, somebody responded to me. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's a great question. So again, if it feels like it's a genuine connection and comment and you haven't maybe messaged them yet, maybe shoot them a message um, and you know just introduce yourself there, maybe explain just really quickly what you do, um, and then just keep engaging with their posts. Remember, a 401k plan, not a commodity. It's not a cheap gym membership. It's not something that people are looking you know, actively to change on the fly. So you want to just keep, remember the end goal is engagement and that longer sales cycle. And so engaging with them over time and really just having those genuine conversations. Um, and then, you know, of course, over time, there's always going to be an opportunity to ask for that meeting. Um, it's probably not going to be on the first uh, point of conversation, maybe even the second point, but maybe like the fifth or the seventh. So just remember to be consistent, keep it genuine and keep engaging with their content. Got it. Well, how about some best practices for advisors? They, they want to start sharing content and posting. Give me some of the best practices they should be aware of. So first, advisors want to focus on creating and sharing interesting content that is relevant in their industry um, and what they believe that their clients are going to be receptive to. This content can range from industry blog articles to infographics, videos, news alerts, and more. Good content with appropriate keywords shows prospects and industry connections that an advisor is an expert in their profession and is also dedicated to educating and sharing useful information for their prospects, clients, connections. Um, and they want to post these this content on LinkedIn between two to four times per week during business hours. Um, and this is for best engagement, like higher likes, shares, and comments. These times generally have the highest website traffic, so it gives a lot more opportunity for an advisor's network to see the content that they want them to see. And another pro marketing tip is to link posts to an advisor's website. Um, this ups site engagement and leads prospects to product and service offerings. And advisors can do this by linking blog articles they've written, company updates, or simply something like, for all your 401k questions, visit our website and contact us here. Sasha, how about video and, and copy? Yeah. So when you're sharing content, um, I'll say like video, especially the last couple months um, where we've been at conferences and talking to more advisors that are on LinkedIn, video is just becoming more and more prominent in content sharing. So whether it's you know your face in the video talking um, or animated videos, you're going to need you know the right strategy to figure out what's going to work best for you. Of course, what you're comfortable with as far as being on camera. Um, but my best practices for anyone that's looking to get into video marketing would be you know, opt for shorter videos, you know, 30 seconds, a minute, um, and cover, you know, important topics, uh, whether it's like, you know, breaking news or, you know, some of that evergreen content also time of the year. So, uh, looking at like the compliance calendar, what's coming up deadlines and focusing on topics there. You can always plan out a content calendar, very easy to edit and slice up videos and share them on LinkedIn because, at this point, I think so many people are more in tune with watching content 
rather than reading it these days. If you look at all the other social media platforms, they're all slowly becoming more video content marketing. So video marketing is definitely something that advisors want to start to work into their content strategy. And then as far as copy, because that is still very important, you need some copy around the links, the images, the videos of the documents that you're sharing on LinkedIn. So you still want to let the content kind of speak for itself and keep eye-catching and short copy in that post caption. So um, you don't want to oversell it. It shouldn't be so long that when you go to post your content that the text gets cut off. So mm-hmm. keep it short, you know, don't overdo it because again, you know, your video, your image, what you're linking to that should really speak for itself. Um, so for your copy, just, you know, keep it short and eye catching. All right. This all sounds wonderful, but we know advisors are busy. So how can they, how can they keep up with all of these best practices and keeping on top of any kind of engagement they do get? Yeah, uh, we definitely get those busy days. What we use and what we like to recommend are automation tools. Um, They can make it much easier for advisors to plan and schedule out their content and posts so they don't have to worry about it on a day-to-day basis. Um, An example of an automation tool would be Hootsuite, where you can schedule out content for the whole quarter at specific days, times, and with images, links, and all sorts of cool features. Uh, This makes it really easy to spend an hour at the beginning of the quarter scheduling posts and then only focus on engaging like those liking and sharing, commenting with other people's posts on a regular day-to-day basis um, throughout the quarter. And most of these automation tools uh, even provide analytics so advisors can see which posts and marketing efforts did the best. All right, Sasha. Analytics. Algorithms. What are some secrets to LinkedIn's algorithm? Yes, it seems like that is always (laughs) the question that people have on any social media platform because it seems like they change every day. Yeah. Yeah. And you're always trying to crack the algorithm. So I think, again, the biggest thing to focus on is going to be your engagement, sharing content consistently and engaging with posts, um, whether it's commenting back on your own posts or engaging on you know, your clients and your prospects posts, because LinkedIn, again, is really going to reward those accounts that are active with a bigger reach. So meaning you can reach your full network or people that you aren't even connected with because your content is really circulating. One thing that we've recently been sharing with our clients as well as doing internally is when we post a piece of content. So for example, when this podcast goes live on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. everyone in our office will go and like it and share it to their account because we all are connected with different people and we want to make sure that it's reaching the most people. So we say the same thing to our clients, you know, with your team, share and have them share that post, like comment, um, and you can also cross promote it. So um, if you're sharing, for example, a video on LinkedIn, you can send out an email to your prospects and clients and encourage them to go watch the video. And now you have that exposure as well. So you can get creative with cross-promoting. Um, if you are also using you know, like Twitter and Facebook, you can link all of those platforms, I believe. So if you post something on Facebook, it can be posted to Twitter. If you post something on LinkedIn, there's ways to post it on Facebook yeah. and Twitter at the same time same time. So again, you can get creative with it and make sure that it reaches even more people. And then as far as the algorithm, 
it's always going to change. Don't chase the algorithm um, because social media, again, it's always going to be about sharing and engagement. So if you keep that as a main focus, um, we've seen it with ourselves internally, with our clients and with top advisors, you will begin to see your LinkedIn presence grow even more and really into something great. So just remember, even as that algorithm is constantly changing, don't steer away from what's working for you and just keep sharing and engaging um, on your own posts as well as your network's posts. This is some really helpful information, folks. I appreciate it. And I'm sure everybody listening does too, but I'm also sure there is more information and there are questions. So how can listeners reach you if they have questions or even some comments? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're listening to this, feel free to engage with the post on LinkedIn. <laughs> so engage with us on LinkedIn. Let us know what your favorite part was. Um, you can always um, email us uh, at Sasha at 401k-marketing.com or Emmy, E-M-I at 401k-marketing.com. You can visit our website. We also have a really awesome content marketing membership called Retirement Plan Marketing that actually provides a ton of really awesome and engaging LinkedIn content. Um, if you're interested in getting some of that up on your digital presence, um, and that is retirement-plan-marketing.com. So connect with us on LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you guys um, and any other topics that you're interested on us covering on this podcast. We're always open to suggestions. Outstanding. So listeners, don't be intimidated by social media. Use the information from Sasha Sebrian and Emmy Weiss on 401k marketing to hey, possibly gain that edge. And to gain another edge, follow this podcast and share with colleagues. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again later. Thank you so much for listening to today's 401k marketing podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of our guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of 401k marketing. The content has been available for informational and educational purposes only. We hope you enjoyed.